Welcome to the Untold Podcast, capturing the culture's imagination through speculative fiction. I'm your host, Nathan James Norman. Well, if you're a patron over at Patreon, you now have access to our exclusive podcast, Untold Underground. The content will be a rotation of commentary on each of our stories and a series of poetry and short stories by yours truly. (laughs) Now, these are some pretty deep cuts. Some are good, others are downright awful. They all come out of an unpublished anthology called Brilliance Stalking Innocence, which I put together a long time ago to try and impress girls. Want to know more? Check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash untoldpodcast, or check the show notes for the direct links. Today's story was written by Alora Powell. You'll remember Alora Powell from way back in episode 48, A Name for Ourselves. Well, Alora Powell is originally from Portland, Oregon, and spends her time analyzing writing and loving science fiction, and occasionally talking about herself in the third person. She is a recent graduate from Moody Bible Institute, where she wrote the full cast audio series, Freeze Brain, Coffee, and Tea. Freeze Brain, Coffee, and Tea just released their second season. It's a fun science fiction time-traveling adventure centered in an atemporal coffee shop. If you're a fan of Doctor Who, you'll enjoy Freeze Brain, Coffee, and Tea. Check out the entire series on Spotify or Libsyn. Just cruise over to our show notes for the direct links. And hey, I was a professional consultant for the project. Alora Powell lurks in the corners of Worldzine and Illuminate Productions. Check out the show notes for all the details. So now, without further ado, the Untold Podcast is proud to present Optical Illusion by Alora Powell. The late morning rays of sun bounced off her chestnut curls, transforming them into golden thread so fine and bright as to turn the eye of the choosiest jeweler. Then the breeze displaced her hair, interrupting the optical illusion. Sammy stepped off the sidewalk and into the grassy field that still smelled like last night's rainstorm. She cut across the field to the pagoda, where Jeff had told her to meet him. It was a little earlier than they'd agreed, but she wanted some time to think before she talked to him. She was suspicious. He told her to dress up to get her picture taken. He told her to meet at the pagoda in the park and the place where they'd had their first kiss, and they'd go around town after that. It had all the makings of a proposal. That was why she wanted to come early, to settle her feelings, so that if he didn't ask, she wouldn't be too disappointed. And if he did ask, she wouldn't be taken off guard. A strange commotion interrupted her thoughts. Amidst the ordinary townsfolk jogging and shopping and walking their dogs appeared two people in some sort of protective suits. They reminded her of space suits or hazmat suits. No one else seemed to notice they were there. They held devices that she assumed they were using to scan their surroundings. They looked like something straight out of a science fiction film. Sammy hopped down from the pagoda and followed the people into the park. 
Hey, can I help you? She asked. I'm not picking up any life signs here, said one of them. Mm, that's funny, I'm not either, said his partner. Excuse me? Can you hear me? Asked Sammy. The first man turned and looked at her. Yes, I can, but I don't know. Oh, well. Can you tell us where we are? He asked. You're in Ashleyville, she said. This is Mason Park. I see, said the man. He turned to his partner. Jim, what do you think this place is? Uh, I'm not sure, he replied. I'm getting high radiation levels and... Hey, there's a life sign here. Sammy felt a hand on her shoulder. It was Jeff. Hey, what's going on, babe? He asked. She turned and looked at him. He wore a white shirt and slacks and that green bow tie she'd bought him for Christmas. I was just giving these people some directions, said Sammy. Oh, hey, uh, Jeff, is it? Asked Jim in the hazmat suit. Can you tell us where the generation point for this place is? Generation point? What are you talking about? Asked Sammy. Who are you people? Asked Jeff, tightening his grip on her shoulder. You don't mean you think this is... Started the other man. Who are you? How did you get here? Shouted Jeff. I'm Jamie, said the first man, who was a little shorter, judging by how his hazmat suit sat. This is my friend Jim. We're here from the Virtual Reality Ethics Committee. We want to know how the situation you've got going works, said Jim. Simulation? Questioned Sammy. What's going on, Jeff? Do you know them? When we found this universe, all our readings told us this planet was almost completely irradiated. Then we materialized in this quaint, middle American town, said Jim. Stop it, said Jeff. Stop saying all that. He placed his fingers against his forehead. Sammy looked over at the central square of the town. The buildings were falling apart. The trees were burning. As long as I can believe, Jeff gasped as though he were in pain. But the nuclear fallout will kill you if you stay here, said Jamie. It's not real, said Sammy. Sammy, don't say that said Jeff. It was bad enough the first time. Jeff, stop fooling yourself. This isn't reality. Go with this people. Don't stay here and kill yourself for nothing, she said. But Sammy... That's what Sammy would have said, and you know it, she said. She would have wanted the best for you. Now, get off this planet. Go and live. She grabbed him by the shoulders stood on her tiptoes and kissed him. Then, the breeze came between them and interrupted the optical illusion. The city melted into an empty cement bunker with a large machine in the corner. Jeff stood alone with the two strangers. His shirt was torn, his hair was falling out, and his face was burned. I'm so sorry, said Jamie. How long has it been? I don't know. I lost track of time, said Jeff. You can take me away from all this whenever you're ready, said Jim. Jeff reached into his pocket, pulled out a small box, and flicked it open. He gazed at the ring inside for a moment before it disappeared too. I'm ready, he said.
was our story. I hope you liked it. Before we go, remember that... This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Please remember to join our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter, blog about us, leave us a nice review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find us. Support us on Patreon and tell your friends. The Untold Podcast has been funded by Jason Brannon, Fred Heimbaugh, Clayton Webb, Parker J. Cole, Lauren Van Arendonk Ba, Spirit Blade Productions, The Retro Rewind Podcast, Nathan and Casey Butler, and Amanda St. John. Leading us out this week is the song Alone Again by Jackie Jolene from the EP Fall From Grace. Jackie Jolene is a singer, songwriter, and producer from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Using lush electronic and organic instruments, she composes enchanting dreamscapes of sound with powerful, soaring vocals and thought-provoking lyrics. Her lifelong passion for storytelling is expressed through each one of her vibrant, living poems, taking the listener on a trip around the world or down the street. Every song is a uniquely rich experience that reaches into the depths of the soul and doesn't let go. You can find Jackie Jolene, The Fall from Gracie P, and a blog about today's song, Alone Again, in our show notes. Until next time, I'm Nathan James Norman, reminding you, get off this planet, go, and live. Oh,